Hey, hey, you're back at the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We are at episode 96. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, where learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, so welcome back to the podcast. Awesome to have you here. We are at episode 96, talking all about why you're not attracting the clients that you want. I've even done away with the intro today because I'm just like, let's just do this. Let's just get into this topic. And I actually felt really passionate about talking about this today because I'm finding it really hard to work with people. I'm like, is it just me? I just want people to be proactive and use their initiative and be transparent and be responsive and be like comprehensive in the way that they do things. And so I was kind of thinking, you know, what are some of the things that that can be a real barrier to people working with you? Yeah. And so it might be why you're not attracting the clients that you want. And it may be down to a few simple things. So today I'm going to share with you five things and there might be more. Who knows what's going to come out this episode around, you know, some of the things you can be doing better, some of the things to be aware of and some things that just might be a real barrier to people working with you. And if you've got any thoughts, questions, feedback, comments, whatever it is, go for it. I would love to hear, um, you know, your experiences and your thoughts as well. So the other thing is, is that I've had a number of conversations with mastermind buddies, friends, clients, just people in the business world in general. And these were some of the things that we've been talking about too. So if you follow me on Instagram at Suze Chadwick, you might know that I've sort of been talking about the type of content that people are interested in as well is the behind the scenes. They love to listen in on conversations that you're having. So I'm going to be sharing some of those conversations today as well. But the first thing that I want to talk about is that potentially you're selling what everybody else is selling. And so sometimes when I go to different websites, this is something that I have experienced as well, where I'm just like, I don't really know what's different about you. Like it kind of looks the same as somebody else that I'm looking at. Um, And when it comes to this, you've got to understand, and I've talked about this before, you've got to understand that people are in buying phases when they're looking at your website. What does that mean? It means that like for me right now, I am in a buying phase. I am set on getting certain things done in my business and I want to get them done now. Yeah, so I've got the money to do it. I've got the time to do it. And so I'm going on a number of different websites looking for the right person for me. And so when I get to a website, I want to bang, know exactly what you do, how you do it and who you do it for. Does it resonate for me? Is it clear to me? Is there something unique and stand out about what you do and how you do it that kind of hits me between the eyes when I get there or when I've got four different tabs of people who do the same thing open on my computer, does it all feel very same, same? So if you're selling photography, coaching, cakes, whatever it is, 
I want you to really start thinking about am I doing things differently? Am I being really clear for somebody who's coming to my website how I can help them? Yeah, and are you bringing somebody to the table to kind of go here is more for you? Here's what I do and here's what to do next. So what I'm saying is that you need to be unique. You need to think about what it is next that you want them to do. And you need to also speak to me. So claim me as your audience. Because I think a lot of times we're like, I'm for everybody. And this is for anybody who wants this type of product or service. And one of the things that I always say to my Brand Builder Academy ladies is, it is just as important for you to name and claim who you're not for as much as it is to claim who you are for. So I am for women in business who want to be bold, stand out, do big things, are action takers. If that's not you, I'm not for you. I'm really happy with that. I'm really clear with it. So I know who I'm selling to. And so hopefully when you go on my website, that stands out pretty clearly and it's different to other people's websites who do what I do. So if you're like everyone else, then you're not going to stand out. And that might be why people aren't buying from you as well, because they're like, meh, vanilla, not quite sure what is, you know, what's here for me. Now, you don't have to be the loudest. You don't have to be the brightest. I always say this, you don't have to be hot pink and gold pom-poms, but you do have to work out how you are connecting with your audience and offering a really clear proposition for them and what you can do for them. So remember, this is not about you. It's about what they get. So when I come to your website and I look at it, are you telling me what I'm going to get? But whatever it is, I want you to name it and claim it and tell me what I'm going to get. Because if you make me work for it, if you make me like have to look around to figure out what you do and how you can help me, I just don't have time for that. Like I will click away. So make sure that you are capturing people who are coming to your website with something strong to the point, easy to understand and something that I want. Make it desirable. Remember, we buy what we want to be, do and have. So is what you are selling, is what you are sharing, is what you are saying they're going to get if they work with you, is it a desire of theirs? And if you're being super practical and you're not including an emotional message of who they're going to be after they work with you or what the amazing thing is that they're going to get, then I'm clicking away. I'm going somewhere else to somebody else who's telling me how I'm going to feel and what it's going to be like when I work with them. The second thing is that your brand positioning might be out of whack. Yes, that's a technical term, out of whack. So when we find something or someone we make a decision really quickly, yeah? Whether you know it or not, we make a decision in the first couple of seconds where we look at it and we go, is that for me or is it not? So from a visual branding and aesthetic perspective, you've also got to think about what you really want to be and how you want to show up and what you want things to look like. But you've also got to understand that the quality of what you're putting out there gives me an impression around what I think I will pay for what it is that you do. So it's actually really important. Obviously, I talk a lot about, you know, your brand personality and voice and things like that, but it really all, it all comes into account. It all contributes to how people 
feel about you and whether they want to work with you or not and whether what you've got appeals to them. And I mean, a really easy way to think about it is if you think about, you know, three or four different shops, retail stores that might be for different audiences. You know, you might have Sports Girl who's for more of a teen, 20s, 30 market. You might have Country Road who's a little bit more corporate. You've got Chanel if you've got a, you know, five grand to drop on things. You've got Kmart if you're looking for something that's a bit more disposable. Like you've just got to think about what it looks like and who that appeals to. And if you really know your audience, then you will know what appeals to them and what doesn't. So another thing is I've had a few referrals and when I go and look at those people's websites, I'm just like there's nothing here for me. Like that's not... I guess the type of business that I think that I'm looking for, it doesn't look as polished or professional. It's not clear. It's not easy to navigate. So I'm just like, that's just not something that I'm going to even look further at. So I think that you do have to look at what you're putting out there with fresh eyes and say, is this appealing to my audience? Does this speak to my audience and does it attract them? Because the other thing is, is that I'll see something And I'll be attracted to it straight away and then I'll figure out what it is that they do. So I think that you've just got to work out whether what you're putting out there is actually attracting the people that you really want to be attracting. Um, And it's about finding the balance between what you want to be and how you want to show up and appealing to the people that you're trying to attract as well. And so, you know... Also, the other thing is, is that when I'm working with corporate, sometimes I'll send them three different websites of people that we're potentially looking to bring on for a project and they will very quickly make a decision about whether they think that brand aligns with them and the quality of the type of work that they're looking for from that person. So don't underestimate it. You know, it and it doesn't have to be expensive or over the top. It's just got to be clear and high quality. Number three is a big one for me, is that you're not walking your talk. Yeah. So one of the things that I get quite a lot of when I get clients coming to me is we can see you doing what you talk about. Whatever you talk about is what we see on socials, what we hear when you speak at events whatever else it is, yeah. And so there are certain things where, and I know I've had this conversation with a wider audience about this, and the general consensus is the plumber's tap is always leaky. But you know something, I am going to call BS on that and say if you are a social media person, sort your social media out. If you're a Facebook and Instagram ads person, like sort it out. We want to see like what you're doing, how you're running those ads, what's working, what's not. If you're a branding person or a business coach, we need to see you showing up and doing what you are telling your clients to do. And I spoke about this at uh, at CopyCon last year, which was 2019, where I was saying, you know, are you telling people to do things and are you teaching things that you are literally not doing yourself? So sometimes I will go and I will look at somebody's feed or I'll look at their website or I'll look at their copy or their content uh, and I will listen to what it is that they're saying 
and then I will go and look to see if they're doing it. And there are so many times where there is a huge disconnect. So if you are wondering why you're not attracting the clients that you want to do the things that you want to do, so you might be a copywriter and the copy on your website's not great or you don't have a website or Like I said, you're a social media person, but you're not actually investing any time in your own social media or you're a photographer and there are no photos of you. It's just constantly photos of other things that you're doing. You know, don't tell me to get in front of the camera if I'm not seeing you in front of the camera. And I know that this might come across as a bit harsh, but it is something that I think people are making decisions on because we've got choice, because there are so many people to choose from. You have got to make the decision to show up and do the things that you're teaching, talking about showing, yeah? If that is what you want people to pay you to do, then I want to see you doing it. And this is a big bugbear of mine. (laughs) So I just think make sure that you are doing whatever work you need to do. And I'm actually talking about not just work in your own business but work on yourself to show up and show me that you're able to do the things that you're telling me that you're able to do. Number four is you may not be connecting in a real way with your community and your followers. Yeah, so maybe you're just showing up and you're posting and then you're running or maybe you're not responding to emails. I actually said on a podcast oh, with Anna, I was saying that, I get got an email from somebody, I was on their newsletter and I sent them a question about a product or service and I sent them a question about something else and they didn't respond to me. And I was just like, that's so rubbish, that's so crap. I'm sure that they're not getting a million responses to their emails, so why would you not respond? Like when you are building an audience, building a following, building a community, you have got to respond. You've got to be present. You've got to make sure that you're showing up, yeah, and that you're having real conversations with people. Now, obviously, if you've got like, you know, a million followers and you've got 10,000 DMs like Rachel Hollis, then I'll forgive you for not responding. But if you are having people that are wanting to have a conversation with you and you are trying to build your brand and your audience, by not responding to them, you're missing an opportunity because it is the people that we have relationships with. It's the people who we have connection with and conversations with. They're the people that we end up working with. And so I really want you to start to think about Obviously, number three, are you walking your talk and doing what you're telling other people to do? And number four, are you connecting in a real way and having conversations with people who are responding to you or are they hearing radio silence and, you know, you're just not giving them anything? And so I think it's really important to work out a way that works for you. This is not about you being on all the time and you having to respond at you know, in the second that somebody sends you a message. That's not what I'm talking about, but I am talking about when are you responding? How are you making time to build those connections and that community in a real way? And I've said it before, both video and audio in the DMs, 
uh, absolute game changers. I have those conversations all the time. I reshare what people are sharing about me, whether it's the book or the podcast or whatever else. But it's time to show up. Like it really is because I am finding this where I am reaching out to service providers who I, I want to potentially work with and I am not getting a response. And it is frustrating and it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm, you know, at the end of the day, they're losing clients. Because when I work with somebody, if I have a great experience, I'm not just working with them, but I'm telling my community about them. And I'm sharing what an amazing experience I had and that they are somebody that you should be working with. Yeah. So I talk about this with the who. So Crystal and Jess, who do visual design and photography, they redid my visual brand. And so they have done the visual branding of so many of the BBA ladies as well as others because they are responsive, because they show up, because they're present, because they're real. And so don't underestimate when you respond to one person what the ripple effect can be when you show up for the people who are wanting to work with you or just wanting to connect with you. Number five is you're not making it clear how they can work with you and you're making it hard for them. So this kind of goes back to when I come to your website, is it easy or hard for me to understand what it is that you do? The other thing that I've been finding is that I've been going to websites and I'm like, and I know that this can be contentious about pricing, but when I'm in a buying phase, I just want to understand, like if you're $50,000, then I'm not going to work with you to do my email (laughs) sequence, yeah? But just having your pricing or even saying, you know, packages start from is helpful for people, but also how you can work with them. So I think just making it really clear and taking things away as in if you are an entrepreneur, this is what I can do for you. If you are a corporate, this is what I can do for you. Uh, You know, if you're looking for a speaker, this is where you go. So just making sure that it's super easy for me to understand how I can work with you and what I can do with you, I think is really important too, because I've been looking through websites this morning as I'm, you know, recording this podcast, I was looking for something specific and I was just like, oh, so I don't know what that is. And is that me? Is that for me? Or is that for somebody else? And how much does that cost compared to that? And like, it was confusing and it was hard work. Uh, And I ended up sort of messaging a few people that I knew that had worked with this person. Uh, And I did get a good response that this person might be good to work with, but it wasn't easy. So number one, their branding wasn't great. It doesn't a hundred percent appeal to me, but I knew some of the people on their testimonial pages on their testimonial page. So I reached out to them, Um, but it was hard to navigate around and figure out exactly what I needed to. So I think just go back over your website and just clean things up if you can and just make it super simple for people. Like if you've got a lot of options, get rid of them. I got rid of a lot of stuff recently. I actually cleaned up my menu recently. So now I've only got like four, I think four things up there. And I'm about to clean that up as well, where I'm just going to have one opt-in so that that's what people go to. And then they obviously go into a bit more of a sequence for them to then go to wherever I want them to go. So just 
clean things up and make it easy for people to understand, but also make it easy for you so that when people sign up or when they contact you, it's a really easy process, which is obviously all about brand experience, which I'm not going to go into on this episode um, because I have spoken about that before. But yeah, make sure that it's super clear on how they can work with you. And then also when it comes to pricing, is your pricing sending a message? And I think this comes back to brand positioning. So when I come to your website and I take a look, I'm pretty clear like what I think you might cost, which I know sometimes is totally out of whack. There's that technical term again. But if your prices are either really high or really low, then it gives me an impression potentially of the quality of work that you do or what I expect the brand experience to be. So if something's 500 bucks, I'm probably like, "Mm, it's probably going to be a simple process. Um, I'm going to get A and B for that. Whereas if I'm paying something a lot higher, then I'll think that the brand experience is going to be a lot better, a lot more comprehensive. I'm going to get a lot more for this. So just make sure that the pricing that you have is sending a message, an accurate message of what they're going to get as well. And obviously different people have different expectations, but hopefully if you're attracting the type of people that you want to work with, then your price point is one that they're okay with and that you're going to be delivering what it is that they need and want in a way that they want that delivered as well as far as is it comprehensive etc. Now the last one that I'm going to talk about which is a big one as well is are you being proactive? A client's coming to you and maybe they're signing up with you, maybe they're not, maybe they're getting in contact with you but you're just not getting back to them. And I've referred a few people recently And I've had people come back to me and say they never got back to me. Like they never responded to my email. They never sent me a quote. They never replied to my questions when they did send me a quote. And this is a really big one. You've got to understand there are so many people for us to choose from. So you've got to start to really show up be responsive. It doesn't have to be in that minute, but be responsive, track who you are potentially working with or sending quotes to, etc. Because a lack of responsiveness and initiative is a really big issue at the moment. I'm speaking to a lot of clients where basically they've got the money to spend. They're ready to take somebody on, but people are not getting back to them or they're not following up or they're not coming back and saying, hey, Suze, Are you ready to go with that? I know I haven't heard from you, so just let me know when you're ready. It's a big one. And I think a lot of times as business owners, we're busy. We've got a lot going on. And so if you're not following up and using your initiative, then you're missing out on building your business. You're missing out on building your client base. And you've gone to all the work of trying to attract these people. They have now said, yes, I'm interested. And then you're like, hmm okay, thanks. And nothing's happening. So if you are not following up, if you are not using your initiative, if you are not getting back to people, then you are missing out on how you're growing your business. And can I just say once again, it just leaves a bad taste in people's mouths where they're just like, 
well, they're not very responsive. They're not very good at what they do. They just didn't really care and they didn't actually come back to me. And I'm not talking about like high maintenance people who are constantly emailing you. I'm just talking about clients who are like, hi, I want to work with you. What's next? So I think really make sure that you have got things tight and it's not enough to get people in. You've actually got to then deliver what it is that you've spoken to them about and come back and say, hey, let's do this. I'm ready to go. What else do you need? Like I want I want this to work. Yeah. So I hope that that was uh, helpful and not just a rant. <laughs> But as I'm in this at the moment where I am looking to build my team and I am looking to outsource more and I'm looking to hire people and pay for the services that I want done and I'm actually finding it hard. I'm finding people unresponsive. I'm finding a lack of information and it is just, you know, it's just not great. And so I just want to encourage you to really get this sorted. It is something I talk about in BBA all the time is to make sure that your brand experience, your brand promise, your brand positioning is doing the work for you, that you've got the right structure, systems and strategies to scale your business and give people an amazing experience and that you're being present and that you're showing up. Like don't do this half-assed, don't do this half-heartedly. Do it properly and make sure that you're serving your customers in the best way possible. And I want you to think right now, like what could you be doing better? What could be better for your audience or for your customers or for the people that are inquiring? And are there people you need to follow up on? Are there things you need to chase? Do you have the systems in place to be able to record that and note when you're doing things and when you need to get back to people? Because it's really important. Unless you've like got all the clients in the world and you don't need the additional money, yeah, maybe that's you. And then maybe you need to just put on your work with me page currently booked out so that you're managing people's expectations. But don't have people come to you and then you just leave it. You just leave them hanging there. I think it's a really important thing to do because never underestimate who else they're speaking to. When it's like, oh, well, I contacted that person. They never got back to me. And that person's like, okay, well, I won't contact them then. Like don't think that that that's not going to, you know, be beyond the person that you're not responding to or that you're not taking on or whatever it is, Yeah. So if you've got any thoughts, comments, questions, then let me know. I hope that that's helpful. Just a really quick recap is that some of the reasons you may not be attracting or it should be attracting and securing the clients that you really want is that you're selling what everybody else is selling. So it feels very same, same. Your brand positioning is out of whack. So what I see um, and then what I experience is very different. You're not walking your talk. So you're telling me to do stuff, but I'm not seeing you doing it. You're not connecting in a real way. So you're not being responsive to people when they're trying to have a conversation with you. You're not making it clear how they can work with you. So it's really hard for them to work it out. You're potentially pricing yourself. Your, your pricing is sending, your pricing is sending a message. So really think about the fact that sometimes I equate 
a price with the quality of the work as well. So if something's really cheap, I'm like, well, maybe it's not that great. So you need to make sure that you're, you know, managing that. And then the last thing is be responsive. Make sure that you are using your initiative. You're being responsive. You're getting back to people when they come to you because it's all really important for your brand reputation. And it's also really important if you want to make more money. So that is this week's episode. <laughs> I feel like I have kind of ranted at you a little, but hopefully it's helpful. Uh, so, and hopefully it's a bit of a kick up the butt if you are, you know, doing any of these things and you know that you need to be doing them better. So that's it for another week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love you to share it. Obviously, you can leave a review and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Have an awesome week. Make sure that you're following me at Suze Chadwick on all socials. And until next time, keep playing big and branding bold.